Hi. If you've heard my first episode from two years ago, welcome back. If you haven't heard it and this is your first time listening to me, welcome. My name's Amirtha and I like to talk a lot. (laughs) I just like to say things on the internet, I guess. So I started this podcast. Um, It's been two years since I filmed my last episode. Um, I don't really know why I took such a long break. I think part of it was because I felt embarrassed. I felt like I had just put something on the internet and it was so awful and I don't want anyone to hear it. It was so cringe and unstructured and all over the place and I was just rambling like a 21-year-old does and I just didn't feel like sharing it with anybody, so I only shared it with one person. Um, But we're back and I'm 23 now. A lot of things have changed. If you haven't heard the first episode, I recommend it just because it's kind of stupid. I think it's worth none of your time. So I highly recommend listening to it. I think it's great. Um, I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't know if you should listen to it, but a lot has changed since then. I have friends now. I did not have friends at the time. Did not have friends. Now I do. Um, I only had one cat at the time. Now I have three, three cats. That's right. I got three cats. And <laughs> Um, as usual, nobody asked, uh, title of the podcast, right? Nobody asked, nobody asked, how many cats do you have? Do you have friends? Um, maybe people ask if I have friends. I think I'm weird enough that people wonder if I have friends, but I do have friends. I actually have a lot of friends now. I have dated multiple people since the last episode, broken up with them, single again. It feels not great. Um... And I'm no longer afraid of New York City. (laughs) In my first episode, I was so afraid of everything. I lived in Bushwick at the time. I don't live in Bushwick anymore. I actually live in Manhattan. And um, not really afraid of New York City anymore. Am I afraid of people? Well, yes, there are some creeps out here. There are just some creepy creeps. And you got to be careful. But for the most part, I am doing much better. Um, I think when I lived in Bushwick, I just saw too much meth, literal, literal methamphetamine um, and crack cocaine out in the streets. And I was like, this is just not it for me. And now that I live in Manhattan, I do not see as many drugs. Granted, you have sometimes you're out and about and people come up to you and ask for cocaine and you just politely say, no, I do not have cocaine and just walk away. That's as close as I've gotten to uh, experiencing what I experienced in Bushwick. In Bushwick, I literally saw people snorting drugs in the, in the streets. So I was very afraid at the time. Um, but we're back. Um, I don't really know what the point of this is. I guess I just wanted to like talk on the internet and just say things and see how people react to that. Um, I don't really know what I'm doing or why I'm doing this, uh, or who it's for. I think I just wanted to put myself out there and just have some fun. More recently, someone from high school 
responded to one of my Instagram stories and said that my stories are, quote, mentally slash emotionally rewarding. And that soothed my soul, soothed my ego so much. I just couldn't help but wonder, why am I not making content and putting it out there when it's what I want to do? Not full-time, obviously. I have a real job that pays very well, and I plan to stay and do very well in my career. But I've always wanted to pursue some form of content. So I've actually written a lot in the last, I want to say, year, year and a half. Um, I've written a decent amount of articles on Medium. I do like to write. I think that writing can be very beautiful and when you have mastered it or when you write from the heart, anything can be worth reading. And so I like to write, um, but it is hard to do. And lately I haven't found that much inspiration. Um, there's not much to talk about these days, even with my therapist. All I really talk about her is, is the fact that I'm single and my relationships are a mess pretty much all we talk about. I can't exactly write about that on Medium now, can I? I mean, I, I guess I could if I wanted to, but like, why would I, right? <laughs> it's like, why would I write a whole article about how I'm single and sad and how I have problems and I'm messed up in the brain? I just don't really want to write about that. The last time I wrote, I wrote about skydiving and that one actually came out really, really well. It was also... Um, it was also based on a book that I, re- uh, that I read. Um, it's called The Molecule of More. I highly, highly recommend it if you haven't read it. It's really good and it really explains our current uh, society's current dilemma that you don't even realize is a dilemma. Um, it's very, very good. Highly recommend. Um, So I guess I'm just doing this now. I am talking into a mic and pretending like people want to hear it. Um, I'm sorry, I self-deprecate a lot. I think that when I do talk, people who are close to me and care about me are really interested and passionate about what I have to say, and I really appreciate that. So I'm grateful for the company that I already have. I'm grateful for the company that that I will gain as time goes on. I'm grateful for all of that. And now my cat is coming up to my mic and he's coming up to my computer. (laughs) He's being very silly. I have three cats and it's just such a chaotic, it's very chaotic in this apartment. I live in a beautiful studio in the financial district and I'm so grateful that I can afford to live so happily and with three fur babies. It is a lot sometimes. Um, One thing that has changed a lot since the last episode of the podcast is that I like to go out a lot now. Um, My friends and I like to party a lot, and we just have a lot of fun. I love to stay out till 4 a.m. on weekends. It is kind of a pastime for me. And my parents, if you're listening right now, I'm sorry. I know I should be in bed and all that stuff, but can't help it. My friends and I love to dance and we dance all night long and then we get pizza at 4 a.m. and it is the best thing. And then I take uh, take an Uber home and my credit card regrets it. So 
that's kind of, <laughs> yeah. But in addition to that, I'm actually also pursuing a part-time master's at Columbia University. Um, I'm pursuing um, a program. It's called Operations Research. It's kind of like applied math. That's what I tell people. It is very heavy in math. Um, there's a decent amount of coding, which is fine because I coded my job anyway. I'm a software engineer. Um, so it's it's pretty good. It's very hard. I've met a lot of really great people through the program, and I think Columbia is a very cool school. It's my dream school, and to have gotten into this program and to get to go to my dream school is huge. I'm so grateful. Am I grateful for the student loans? Well, well, <laughs> but it's fine. We're doing okay. We're paying off our student loans. It'll be, it'll be fine. Um, so that's kind of, it's kind of a summary of the last couple of years of dated a bunch, started school, hung out with my friends, made lots and lots of new friends. I love all of them. And if I haven't seen you in a while, I'm very sorry. I've just been busy with school and work. My social life is not the greatest right now because I work full time and study part time. So I just don't really have a social life. I use my PTO for studying for exams and taking exams. It's very sad, but it's, it's true. Um, yeah, it's kind of the story of my life. I think today I really wanted to talk about relationships. I know I said I talk about it with my therapist a lot, but <laughs> um, I guess I wanted to talk about it on this podcast, too. I don't know. I just feel like relationships in New York City are very, very hard. First of all, the dating crowd here, not the greatest. Uh, it is slim, slim pickens very very slim pickens you've got a lot of weirdos out here a lot of weirdos and i've done a lot of the dating apps i think everything except tinder because i refuse to touch tinder in new york oh my god i just can't imagine how gross it would be so i just haven't touched tinder but i've touched a lot of other dating apps including dill mill which is for like brown people if you haven't heard of it, it's a dating app for brown people. It is awful. I don't recommend it. <laughs> I mean, if you if you want to try it, try it. You never know what's out there, right? But like, I've seen it. I'm hard pass. So that's kind of my stance. Um, I guess dating has been really hard for me in New York. I just feel like some of these men out here, they're underdeveloped maybe still on their way towards becoming adults despite being in their mid-20s it's kind of fucking sad it is kind of sad how uh how limited their brains can be sometimes um and i don't know about the women specifically i've only gone on a date with one girl but it's it was okay i don't know it wasn't like anything fascinating it was it was fine um, I mean, yeah, just slim pickings, but I guess that's not the only problem when it comes to relationships, right? You also have to commit to them and you have to like decide, oh, this is the person I'm going to be with forever. If you're monogamous, if you're polyamorous, I cannot comment. I'm very sorry. 
I'm sorry that this podcast is selective. I just can't talk about polyamory at all. Um, but if you're monogamous like me, it's just hard to to pick someone and say this is the person for life, you know? You have to deal with them for the rest of your life. And more recently, I was dating this guy. I couldn't get him to commit for a while. Then he finally committed. And then once he committed, I gave up. I was like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. And then I just broke up with him. And it was really very silly. I don't really know what my brain does, but... um, It's as hard, you know? I think being single is just very underrated, especially in New York. You know, you just, you have so many good friends here when you, when you do it right, you have a lot of good friends, a lot of good company, and you just want to spend your time with them, you know? I don't think trying to make relationships work or make a relationship work should be your biggest priority. I think when you're in New York, just making sure that you have good company at all times, whether that's a relationship, like a romantic partner or a friend, I think that's more important, you know? Um, so if relationship is too hard, like, I don't think it's really worth it. In New York, you just have so many places to go, so many things to do, so many people to see, you know? It just it sounds terrible that I'm saying it like this, but I think that... I think that when you meet the right person, it should be easier than easier than it was before, right? It should be easier than it has been. It should be easier than it was with your previous partners, right? Because obviously those didn't work out for a reason. Um, I'm struggling to say that myself right now. I think I'm still hung up on past relationships. I have a hard time letting go of those people and deciding that, okay, like, they don't want anything to do with me and I should want nothing to do with them and just leave it at that. Um, anyway, I don't really know if I should be sharing relationship stuff on the internet, but I just wonder if I'm the only person out there who's like dealing with uh, relationship struggles, you know? I just feel like being single is just so much easier in New York. I, you know, I kind of want to just be single for like five years and then come up to my parents one day and be like okay find me a man I'm done (laughs) and they'll just arrange a marriage for me and then I'm done I don't have to do any of the hard work none of the hard lifting or not the hard lifting heavy lifting and they just do it all for me you know and life is easy and simple and I'm sure my parents would pick someone good for me because they know me very well they know the kind of person I should be with right I trust them I think Sometimes I wish I was just like that, but I think I crave um, having a significant other too much. It's hard. It's very hard to. Uh, it's very hard to steer away from that mindset when, you know, growing up the way I did, you know, you were just you just felt so undesired, and the feeling that that validation that comes from being desired is so strong and so powerful just pulls you in every time you know when someone says those things to you or someone treats you that way just it's very it's very pulling um i grew up in arkansas i grew up in multiple places but mostly arkansas and i was like one of 
20 brown girls in a school that had like 4,000 people. Um, and most of them were white. Very rich white people, too. And I was not the wealthiest person growing up. I was, I, was, I think, closer to high school. My family started to do much better. But growing up, I was, I think my family and I were kind of dirt poor. And it was hard. It was hard to go to a school and feel like people wanted to talk to you. To this day, I think I still have a complex that people from my high school don't really like me. I think people do like me, but I just struggle to struggle to accept that I wasn't always the most likable person in high school. In high school, I was very much that, oh, I got this grade. What grade did you get? I got this grade. What grade did you get? I... I did this thing. Did you do this thing? Oh, I took the ACT. Did you take the ACT? I was I was such a brat. And I'm pretty sure that stuff died by the time I was like a junior or senior in high school. But at that point, I think people had already established their opinions of me, which is that I was just this tryhard who only focused on school and did nothing else. And it was like, I had this burning desire to like be with other people and to do things besides school stuff, you know? But I think it was just never made clear on my end. People had just written me off. There was a girl, um, we all went to see a movie once, and their dad dropped me off. And as I get out of the car, this girl's like, oh, what are you going to do? Go study for the SAT now? And it was like June, on a, like, a, like a summer night in June at midnight. And I went home. I just cried in my bed because I was so offended. I was like... Do you think that all I do is study for the SAT? And she was just so rude. And I, I don't have anything against her right right now. I mean, I think she's kind of a brat every now and then. But, like, I just wish people didn't really think about me that way. I wish people thought of me as someone who actually wanted to have fun. Because I wanted to have fun in high school, and I just didn't. Anyway, growing up like that, you didn't really have much fun. You are mostly alone. And now in New York, I go out with my friends every weekend and I'm kind of a party fiend. And things are, things are different now. It, I don't know if it's really a good thing or a bad thing, but I definitely feel like a different person. Very different from the person I was in high school. That's something that people are always surprised to see when they meet me after a long time or they meet me for the first time. They were like, oh, I didn't know you were like that in high school. There's no way. And I'm like, yeah, I totally was. I was very different. I have changed so much and completely for the better, by the way. I'm sorry if you knew me in high school. I'm very sorry. I was not the best person. I was kind of trash. I mean, I was desperate and lonely trash, but I was trash nonetheless. And now I think I've learned to deal with people a lot better. I've learned to express myself better. I've learned to be kinder to myself and to others. I mean, the being kind to myself thing is not always going so well, but I think I'm a lot nicer to myself, especially about my appearance um, than I used to be. Anyway, um, I just wanted to say that... If you haven't heard from me in a long time, I hope this this uh, medium helps you feel closer to me. 
I want to be close to a lot of people. I, as much as I hate to admit it, as someone who loves animals, I love people too. I love talking to people, getting to know them. All I want is to be everyone's friend. And um, I think I just, I think I just want to express that friendliness even across this podcast. So if you get to this point in the podcast, please reach out to me, say hello, text me. Um, yeah, say hello and I'll say hello back. I'm, I'll say I'm sorry for not reaching out for so long. And um, yeah, I think this is something that'll continue for a while, hopefully. I really want to post content on the internet. I just feel so passionate about sharing my life with people it's a silly thing but it's true I just want to share my life with people and just express joy and share joy with others and I think as I do it I'll learn to be kinder to people and to myself as well um, it sounds so cliched it sounds really stupid I'm just realizing how stupid I sound I, I don't mean to sound so stupid I just I don't know a lot of people who do podcasts and I'm BSing this as I go through it myself like I don't really know what I'm doing I don't really know what I'm saying um yeah anyway if you heard all of this um Welcome. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening for so long. And if you have suggestions on what I should talk about in future episodes, please let me know. Um, you can always reach out. Um, I'll put my email on the podcast description. You can send over suggestions. And yeah, that's it. Just hope for the best and what else did I want to say? Yeah, I guess a lot's changed since my last podcast episode. Um, but I'll try my best to be more consistent, maybe once a week kind of thing, where I just talk into a microphone and then put it on the internet. Um, it's kind of the plan. Um, yeah. That's about it. So I'll see you guys next time. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll catch you guys later. Bye.